Hey guys, my name is Destiny. And my name is Megan. And we're two black girls. At a predominantly white institution. Trying to survive. At a predominantly white institution. And here's latest tea. At a predominantly white institution. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, how are you? It's Destiny and I'm joined here today with three men of color. Trey, Rodney, and Dula. Can you introduce yourself? I'm Trey, I'm from Chicago, and I'm a double education major with theater. I'm Rodney, international and global studies major with a focus in global security from Boston, Mass. Dula, I'm from New York, from the Bronx, and I'm an architectural studies major. Lovely. So last episode, I interviewed three women of color, but this episode I tried to get a different perspective with three men of color. So I'm going to get right into it. And the first question is, what kind of role did race play for you at Middlebury? Or what kind of role does it play for you at Middlebury? I guess for me, it plays a big role. Personally, because I grew up pretty much like around black people, like every school I've been to, it's been with white people. But I think coming here, because we've had two different upbringings, like for me, like I'm always constantly thinking about that with other people. Because there are black people here that be on like the track team Mm -hmm. or like different sports teams, and they haven't had similar upbringings as me. Skin folk, I'm making kin folk. I think race in particular is. Like, being in a space like this, it plays a big role. Like, it's like a mask that you wear that you don't even know you're wearing. As much as you don't want to, like, you can't change the way you... For me, I can definitely tell that I'm different than everybody else. I don't, like, dwell into it that much. Lovely. So people say that Middlebury makes you very self-aware. Do you agree with this? Yes. Why? You have to... You're already thrown, these labels are already thrown onto you once you arrive on campus. So you have to sort of like figure out how to maneuver certain environments and spaces. Being here does make you more self-aware. I think in that you just find who you are. Um, and now that I'm a junior, I think I can say that I've honestly found myself at a point where I'm comfortable. And so I can like act the same, like no matter if I'm here, no matter if I'm at home. So you said you're more comfortable now, were you not, like, freshman year? Yeah, I think freshman year was really hard. Like, there would be times, I don't know why, I just be, freshman year was weird for me, because I was in, like, Bi-Hall a lot. I wasn't, like, a STEM major. Bi-Hall is, like, the STEM building on campus. But I took, like, a geography class. And there would be times I'd be coming from doing homework from Bi-Hall at 10 p.m., and I'd just, like, cry. And I didn't know why. And it just felt like I wasn't being truly myself. And I, it took me, like, a long time to realize that. Number one, like, I'm, I'm from New York, so there's a lot of diversity within that. And so I didn't realize, like, I didn't know what a person of color was till I got here. And then let alone, I didn't know I was Hispanic till I got here. Like, I grew up a majority, like, Caribbean, like, um, Dominican, Peruvian, like, a very diverse neighborhood. And so we all knew we were from different countries. We knew we had different races, I suppose, but I didn't think about it as a label. And so when I got here, being in a place where... A lot of people don't look like you, a lot of people don't move like you, a lot of things that I might have normalized, like certain behaviors, people don't really do here. Thank you. Do you all ever find yourself in a space trying to make people around you comfortable? Whether that be like a group project, like a group meeting, dining hall, bathroom, classroom. Well, because I deserve to be here just as much as anyone else. Period. I feel like you try to be yourself. To make yourself feel comfortable, like that's the priority. And then if people like don't agree with that, then like to the door. Have any of you experienced any microaggressions on campus? 
or yeah. in town. Right before I was a student, um, I came during the program preview days, and I was here with my godbrother, and we went in town, and a guy walked up to us, white man, and he goes, it's not Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter, right? And we just, we were shocked. Ooh, ouch. Okay. I wasn't even a student here before that. Oh my God, you got the sneak peek. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was in town um, getting kitchen supplies at a store, and there was a lady that worked at it. I was, she was following me for a little bit, and then, like, I ignored her, but then she came up to me, and I guess she realized that she was following, that she realized that I wasn't responding to her, and so when she came up to me, she was like, hey, like, it's okay, like, do you speak English? And I was like, I was like, I was like yes, thank you. And she was like, oh, don't, don't be so afraid, like, your English is really good. Oh. And she was assuming that I didn't speak English, and I was like, word, goodbye. But I guess she thought I didn't speak English, and that's why I wasn't like speaking. That's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Each mm-hmm. and every one of you for joining this podcast. All right, yo. Oh. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs>